Is it dope? Ah, uh, she, nah, I don't know, dog. I don't know, she got me fucked up. Nope. Nope. It's her all types. Beautiful creatures. Okay. Can't say it. Those that shall not be named. Cut that shit up, baby. You make me spill. They ain't recording. Thank God, nigga. Just, just kidding. Oh, fuck you! This is the Addison Living Podcast. What you got? What you got? Get started. We ready for your open door. Now competition. Ain't no more better. We out here. No ladies wear down. Let it go. Let it go. We bump that song. Ready to go. Got Patty and the boy and the crew ready to go. Odie Smody dope in the shiz. Ready to bark. Not really. Homie really chill. Pitting lick over the ears. You know what it is. So swell, really old well. It's the Outer City Limit Podcast. Oh, that's smooth. Hey. Smooth, smooth, smooth. Uh, yeah, man. Um, another episode of the Outer City Limits Podcast. I'm your host, Manny. Here again with your boys, uh, Samuel and Jesus. Um, today, we're sitting with a special guest. Well, a few special guests. Um, I got uh, pretty much found on, uh, on Instagram. I mean, I'm, <laughs> but uh, Sam says uh, he's met uh, Chris before, and uh, pretty much I saw on his Instagram page that he was very towards uh, people, and that, just like us. Uh, uh, we just wanted to get him on here, you know, because uh, shit, there's a lot of stories need to be told, and this David's got a special story, a special story that. Uh, should be told because I mean we all live here in the Springville area and not a lot of people you'd be surprised if like, how many people don't know this story or if it, this even was part of history, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah this is uh Chris Ballos, is that how you say that yeah. thing? Alright, um, he's a Marshallese civil rights activist, well I would say. Uh, I'm not sure what his title his title for himself is, but um yeah I'll let you let him tell you guys a little bit about himself for a second. Well I just wanna uh, Thank you for having me. I just, I think I, I started following you guys as soon as you guys, yeah. you know, start up. So, uh, I appreciate it. You know, I'm always about the local stuff. So, right, yeah. so uh, it's all about where we start from. Huh? Yeah, man. Um, well, well, I, I actually call myself a, more of a Marcy's activist, or yeah, not even an activist, but more of a, a family man. Okay. So, so you're just looking out for your family. Yeah, so I, I'm pretty much doing all of this advocacy work just because how some of these issues like affect my family personally. Right, um, so I started off, you know, advocating for you know action on climate change because right now we're you know pretty much getting hit hard back home, and you know I got so many families and friends back home. You know, you got rising sea level that's you know. Uh, creeping up on the shores and you know taking away graves, um, messing up the livelihoods. So, yeah, so right now I'm focusing on that, and now I'm I'm incorporating that that part of our nuclear history now, just because um, you know I'm also from the island of Bikini where they actually tested um, some of those nuclear test, nuclear weapons and stuff, and. Um, you know, it, it runs down with my family because my, my, my father's side, they all advocated for um, the rights of the people of Bikini to be heard in our school. How long are you guys going to stay in the car? Huh? 
stay in the car. Like, Wayne's not stopping, bro. <laughs> I, was in the, I, was, I was trying to run with you, bro. Look, I made it. In China? <laughs> I don't know that post that he was here. Right there. You came with him, no? No. Oh shit, did you go to car? Yeah. Come in, pussy. That's cool. Yeah, I'm going to have some of the squat go up. Yeah. Uh, some ganchos. Uh, hey. Just is that I think we're gonna cancel it. Yeah. Yeah, we were also gonna go to that little um the climbing march they had in Fayetteville, but they canceled that too. So. Yeah, no, everything's being canceled. I mean, yeah. I mean it's crazy. I mean, it's bad, man. It's raining for like three days. Yeah, the rain's not gonna stop. Yeah. Shit. Uh, but no, man, I guess um. That's pretty crazy. Uh, so, family ties, uh, um, I guess, will make you feel obligated to help, right? Yeah. So, um, climate change, uh, nuclear history, or uh, is there any other issues that you've been trying to raise to the people? Uh, right now, just these. Um, you know, I just started, you know. Start small, yeah. Yeah, I've been, I'm, you know, pretty much started advocating when, when I was, like, in high school, actually. Okay, how old are you now? Well, I'm, I'm 28 now, okay. so. I've actually, before I came in the spring, I was in uh, California. Oh, wow. Yeah, I used to live in uh, Sacramento before. Oh, wow. Me and this guy, too, so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that shit broke Um, That's crazy, dude. So, uh, what age did you move over here? Oh, uh, well, I actually moved here, like, what, six, six, six years ago? Six years? Yeah. Okay. Wow. 2010, wow. Yeah, seven years ago. So, I guess um, my first question would be... Uh, what made you want to start, um, like, who put you on to, like, this, you can, you, you're capable of doing this, like, yeah. your voice can carry on for your people, like, who put you on to that, or the ideas? Well, I mean, I just, I, I, I actually started off, you know, just, you know, talking with my friends and fans about, you know, like, yeah. all the stuff that our people have gone through, and even in high school, you know, I, like even my classmates used to ask me, you know, where the hell are you from, you know? Yeah. And you know, when I said Marcellanas, they, ne they never heard it, yeah. So, I mean. So there's much of people in California? Yeah, yeah. It's not as big as Springdale, but yeah. So there's, there's quite of us out there. Yeah, so, you know, there's some in there's a bit of SoCal and um, Open Sacramento as well. That's what's up, dude. So, uh, is there like major, is there like major cities um, around the U.S. where like Marshallese population is greater? Well, I, other than Springdale, you know, we got um, 
more cities up in Honolulu. Where's that? Pretty much in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, oh, the okay. capital city of uh, Hawaii. Uh, and um, the oh, Honolulu. Yeah, Honolulu. Yeah. So, and you got folks up in Seattle. Okay. Yeah. But th- those are pretty much some of the big cities. So then, um, were you born in the islands? Yeah, I was actually born in the islands. Yeah. yeah. King, right? Well, I was actually born in Mejuro, pretty much the capital of um, the Marshalls. Okay, and um, when, what age did you move to the United States? Uh, two. Two years old, yeah. do you remember? Like, I'm any, moving. Like the voyage? Or the... Yeah, I mean, I actually went out to, I moved out of the States for like medical reasons and stuff. Okay. So, um, by the time I was two, my younger brother was one, but at the time, he started walking before I did. So my, my mom's and them got, you know, curious to see what was going on, so... They took me to the hospital back home, and they, they couldn't tell. They, was, they couldn't. They couldn't find out. So I was admitted to Shriners Hospital in Honolulu. So we left the uh, the marshals and went went out to Hawaii. And you know, I was admitted in the hospital for a while until so, I was 18. So from Honolulu to Sacramento, it's a, that's one of the reasons why we moved out to Sacramento because um, they had the same hospital up in there. So yeah. so um. We, we usually ask our, our guests this question pretty much uh, when they come from another country. Yeah. Um, do you remember your first experience actually seeing someone like white skin, blonde hair, a white person? Yeah, I think uh, like me personally, my first time I seen a white person was like in a hospital, you know, like doctors and shit. Yeah. You know, I, was, I was a kid, you know, and yeah. it really didn't matter what. It was, right. it was just a. Uh, they go back at that and they go, wow, that's yeah. like the first time. Pretty much. But what I, what I remember, at, you know, it was crazy. It's because, you know, at, at that young of an age, you know, I still remember a glimpse of it. Okay. You yeah. know, I was two. I remember, like, fucking you know, waking up in the hospital and not seeing any of my family out there. And you, wow. see, you know, cry like a little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah definitely, bro. What the hell? you by yourself. Yeah, man. Oh. But it, it was crazy because as soon as I was, like, admitting, you know, they... They put these little uh, halos on my head, so I got these little marks around my head, and so I had a you know, big old surgery that happened, and I was there in the hospital in Honolulu for like a year. But you know, I, I no was, parents. My mom, my mom came after maybe a few months after. Okay. So my grandmother. So you were buying like so. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. My grandmother came there, and she hanged out for a while. You know, I mean, with you know being Marshallese, you know, families. You know, you get family everywhere, so they'll come regardless of you know your parents being there or grandparents being there. That's awesome. Yeah, so you always feel like you you got someone. With yeah, that's good. Um, I guess um, my next question would be, um, how's your experience now that you're well, from from your culture to Sacramento to Arkansas? Like, do you see like a certain like switch in how people looked at you? Yeah, I, I, um, it, w- it was, uh, I guess you say, uh, what do you call that? It was culture shock when I first moved out to Hawaii. You know, the big city. Yeah. You know, fast you know, cars and all yeah, that stuff. It's a lot different. It's a lot different from, yeah, even though Hawaii is on the roof, you know, an island too, but, you know, it was a big city, you know, yeah, too. They moved out of Sacramento, it's kind of the, um, you know, I got used to that yeah. by then. Um, and is that when you started learning English and stuff? Yeah, well, I learned English in the hospital, oh, so. Oh, right away? Yeah. yeah. that's cool. So then I picked up English pretty quick. Um, 
were coming out of Springdale, you know, it was a it was a big difference as well, just because a slower pace, right. um, which you know, I actually like. You know, yeah, I'm more of a, a sure. yeah, I'm more of a small town guy than a big city yeah, kid. So, yeah. so that, I think that's why I stuck around here and never thought of going back to Sac. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Um, so when you got here, like you were, you had already had family. Yeah. And, um, so did you bring your parents with you, or did you guys like move one at a time? Yeah, I think uh, we all started one at a time. My mom actually came out here first. That was, I bet that was hard. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of our ancestors, or like all of our family members, um, like they cross when they cross the border, they do it like like that. Like, yeah. Like Singular, you know, mm-hmm. like over the, like one brother or sister, and their parents will meet up after. Yeah, pretty much the same thing yeah, as us. Yeah. So I bet that was kind of traumatizing. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, it was. Built up. Yeah. It was. A, it was. A, it was. You know. Um, it was a learning experience for yeah, a lot definitely. of us. Yeah. But you know, it was another way we could learn how to be independent and understand that you know one day we won't have you know our families there. So wow, yeah. no, definitely. Um, so uh, basically, I want to get into this nuclear history. Um, yeah, I guess I'm going to give you what what pretty much what I know. Okay. Um, basically, from um, what I was looking at. Uh, the Marshall Islands and the surrounding atolls were hit pretty freaking hard. Yeah. Like with nuclear bombs and like testings from the U.S. <laughs> um, what I got here is pretty much like the U.S. came and was like, you guys were selected by God to sacrifice your islands for testing of nuclear weapons. Yeah. And so I guess like, um, I don't know, like cause for me, in my image, when I like think of a white person, I think of like, oh, yeah, they're going to save me, you know. Because, I mean, that's what that's what we thought. Like, yeah. we were coming here from Mexico, like, oh, we're going to America because the white people live there and live better lives. Yeah. They're going to save us. So, like, I could see, like, at first it was, well, from what I think, it'd be, like, they're not so sure, but they feel like they're safe. Yeah. You know? So then, um, I don't know, what the hell next happened, the bombs start falling. Yeah. I, I think it all started, I think, yeah, Pretty much, um, America came to the islands like during World War Two. So mm-hmm. uh, they pretty much liberated us from the Japs, uh, Japanese. Also, oh, you guys were yeah. like un- under Japanese. Yeah, we were under Japanese um, occupation during that time period. Uh, pretty much after World War One, um, Germany was like occupying the Marshalls as well. Okay. And after World War One, J- Japan took over. And after. World War II was over. Um, America came, and you know, yeah, uh, I think most of my uh, elders back then, you know, saw saw as saw the uh, we say rebellious, the, the Americans yeah. as the you know our our saviors at the mo- at that time, right. just because they liberated us from that that bad, uh, that, that bad time. So you know, so you know, we opened their, you know we opened our homes to them, and you know. Maybe a couple of years back, passed by, and you know, they selected um, Bikini and told the people, the natives of that island, you know, say, well, we we want to use this this destructive force to um, hopefully one day stop all the war. So that was something my people took in, you know, saying, okay, you know, we're we're doing this for the, the greater yeah, good. Greater good. It sounds it sounds good. Yeah. yeah, and you know, the. The chief of the island said, "Okay, well, you know, 
what we can what can we do if you know if this is going to be for the good of mankind so literally the the the, the general said you know this destructive force was for the good of mankind so you know the chief and the people are saying well if this is for the good of mankind then we will go ahead and sacrifice or right, you know let you what we need to yeah so by saying that they say oh you know everything's in god's hand and they left you know we have people some of our people, elders they didn't want to leave but yeah, wanted, i imagine i wouldn't want to leave yeah it's a freaking beautiful island you yeah can pick up your own freaking coconuts and stuff you know what i'm saying pretty much it's but crazy. I, it's not just that but you know, <laughs> you know most people see it as a, a paradise yeah. or a little screen on a computer laptop but it was home for most right definitely and it was sacred just because you know we had you know we had families that were buried there our ancestors stories are there our way of life was there so um they were saying that one story i've heard was that as soon as they were evacuated the people of bikini they were they were singing a song singing a song a song of like pretty much um see you like pretty much see you again and when they were leaving, you know, they, they said, like, every single person crying was crying. How do your elders feel about that? About people older than you? Is there a certain resentment towards, like... American? Yes. Yeah. I mean, one thing... One thing about our culture, we really don't show it. Our emotions and stuff. Or, or ang- like, being ang- angry and stuff. So, I mean, even though we're angry, you won't... We won't show it. We won't tell yeah. you. So yes, you know, there's still a lot of a lot of my folks that are kind of pissed off. Yeah, definitely. Because after they tested, when they tested those bombs, they actually they actually tested, you know, the effects of it on human, on on our people. So like basically, yeah. Yeah. So everything like it's pretty much giant lab. Yeah, pretty much. So after. So our neighboring island of Rongola, pretty much the same, the same people. They they got affected badly by the the rate the rate the fallout came. People of the island thought they were snow. So yeah, when they were when they saw that they were playing on it, you had kids like you know eating the snow like thing, but it was actually radiation, and it really messed up like a lot of the people. Yeah, so you had. Imagine seeing a, you know, a ten-year-old kid with burns all over and you know a hair falling out, and it, it, supposedly they they said it was um, an accident. Like they didn't know the the cloud or the wind was going to take the radiation tours to the islands. But just recently, they declassified a file that is proved that that was intention. I, yeah. heard, I heard that bomb, like that, the big one that they dropped on Bikini, like they messed up the calculations or something. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be as big as it was. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't realize it was going to be, let's say, a thousand times stronger than yeah. Hiroshima. Yeah. And Hiroshima and Nagasaki, the bomb that happened there killed over 200,000 yeah, people. Yeah, ruined lives. Like, yeah. Listen, like a thousand of those, dude, imagine. Like, I get goosebumps just thinking about that, man. Like, yeah, so right now, even like our people right now are... Even back home, we're all advocating for you know to stop nuclear you know production and stuff, nuclear weapon production. Yeah. I mean, but you know, America is still America has 
uh, the largest you know, pile of nuclear weapons. Yeah, didn't you hear that one thing, um, you know how Trump uh, issued the missile launch at uh, Syria, I think it was? Yeah. And, and those, all those missiles came here from Arkansas? I didn't know about that. Yeah, I agree that Arkansas has a, um, a what are they called, a nuclear plant yeah. in Russellville, and that's where they were made. Oh, wow. Yeah, so <laughs> there's nuclear weapons everywhere, yeah. even in our backyard. Yeah. You know about it. But um, yeah, man, it's freaking insane. So um, what happened after that? Like, uh, after they realized that what they had done affected so many people, like actually affected the people of the lands. Like, well, I think they pretty much celebrated it. They celebrated that. Oh shit, we got the strongest weapon right now. That's literally that's what they did. You know, you, there were some files and pictures that showed. Like, you know, the I think it was the Secretary of State, you know, cutting a cake that looked like the bomb. You know, it's big old. These people are fucking horrible. Yeah, bro. man. And like the former Secretary of State at that time said, like, you know, there's only a, a few thousand of them. Hmm. Who, 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 who cares? cares? Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, man. Y'all didn't get like any reparations up until like the late 1900s right 80, 2000 like in the 80s pretty much Maybe. like yeah. but yeah they still, they, they still aren't giving you everything nah they're not even no. I mean yeah. you can't, you can't obviously you can't how can you pay back something so horrific like that yeah they pretty much like gave us a, a lump sum of, I think it was 200 million dollars and you know that, that's not even <clears throat> close enough but you know, some of our people back then, like, were advocating that, you know, that $200 million is not going to be enough for the future generations. Because, you know, the effects of it, is, it, it'll linger on, yeah. So, you know, you have, you know, four or five generations after the testing, you still, you still have people dying out of, you know, the effects of it. You know, you, you got people dying of, you know, we got some of the highest cancer rate in the world just because of that, you know. Yeah. Uh, like I heard that um, like the land is still not like fertile for y'all to like grow crops or food or anything. I mean, we, we, you you can grow stuff, but you can't eat them. Like especially on bikini and long you, you cannot you, you cannot go back there. So they say, according to science, this scientists they're saying that. The islands can be inhabited to inhabited to maybe like millions of years from now. Yeah. So you know. And it's celebrated. Yeah. Monday. All right, guys, we're back. You know what I'm saying? We're here with Chris. Chris Bottles, to be exact. Um. All right, Chris. So. Yeah, if you had to tell the government one thing, what would it be? Well, the current administration? I, I don't know. I don't want to say it. I'm probably going to assassinate it the next, <laughs> next few months, man. But, well, you know, I, I guess uh, I would say, you know, you'll be hearing from me. Yes. All right. So, as I haven't understood, like, it, like certain Marshallese people, like, like, you guys have residency, but you can't vote. Right? Yeah. Now, how does that work? So, um, what the start of our 
pretty much uh, government, uh, America and our government had this agreement called the uh, Compact of Free Association, um, short for, or COFA for short. So what it is is that it allows some of the people or people of my country and um, these other countries like uh, Federal States of Micronesia and Palau to be, to, a, to be able to come out to the states and work freely, join the military, pretty much pay taxes. <laughs> Yeah. But that's, um, but we cannot vote or we can't even receive some of the benefits from it. So um, pretty much, yeah, they just, um, like for us, especially from the Marshall Islands and especially from Bikini, I feel like, you know, that Compact of Free Association is um, pretty much a statement that said, you know, we could burn down your house, but you could come, we'll open our doors to you. So they open our doors, but... We don't get to eat. We'll, you know, help clean, like pay our taxes and all that stuff. You know, make our own plate by ourselves. Yeah. But that's about it. But if you come to a Marcy's house and we make you a plate, you know, we'll rig you in and then he'll not welcome you. Yeah. So it, that's pretty much what it is. Um, yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, I feel like there's a lot of similarities between what happens to a lot of countries that are, whether it was like, like and I don't want to blame white people, yeah. you know what I'm but at the end of the day, it, it has been the majority part of the people that take over other people's land have been white people. Yeah. I'm not saying brown people like don't fight between each other for land, but it's like a different thing when you're being told like, in this instance, like God is that like is the reason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's so much justification with things like that. You know what I'm saying? That it's 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 really hard to play on somebody's faith and like and good nature and then just like take that from them. You know, like they took a lot of things from you and at the end of the day, like they gave you like so little. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, we feel that, you know, just like yeah. Any other, you know, immigrants migrating to the, to a, into this country, you know, you feel the same way. So that's why it's important for, you know, all of us to come together and, you know, let them hear our voice. That you know, we, you know, we're tired of this. You know, I think it's just it's a matter of, you know, the oppressor, you know, trying to instilled, you know, his teachings and his way of life. Maybe that's why, you know, that shit happens all the time. You yeah. And what's your experience with, like, the younger generation? Do you think they're changing that or they're wanting to pursue something different? Yeah, I mean, not just the younger generation, but even in my time, my generation, you know, I see it, um, you know, especially living, like, this long here in the States, you know, I see so many of my, my cousins and my families. Um, you know, they all became, you know, we say Americanized. And it, it goes to sh um, show that how, you know, short of a generation could, you know, you could easily lose your co your culture. Yeah. You could easily lose so, so much of your identity from, you know, being at a, you know, a different 
different place. Uh, I see a lot of that, like, honestly, from our side, too, like, the brown people <laughs> be Americanized and all. Yeah. Because when I look at my little brothers, my little sister, you know, like, they don't like Mexican music. Yeah. And uh, my sister, she doesn't like beans, and that's, like, one of the biggest staple foods in Mexico. Yeah. Much. Just like us, too. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, some, you know, my younger brother, my younger brother doesn't like listening, or pretty much most of my younger brothers don't even like listening to Marcellus music. Yeah, it's like, it's weird, it's like, yes, like, your family came from this. Yeah. How do you not like it, you know, like, because it's all this American stuff, you know? Yeah, pretty, it's plus, you know, mainstream media, and, you know, it hypnotizes, right. you know, it could easily hypnotize us, so. It's, so we, that whole hypnotizing thing is crazy. Like, yeah. I was watching that Get Out movie the other day, and I am just like, damn, like, is this really happening, like, in front of our eyes, but we're not really yeah. actually seeing it? I heard it's good. I still gotta go check it out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's true. You, know, you could easily lose so much of it just because you know you're constantly hearing, "Oh, this is the right thing. This is the right thing to do." You know. So this is another form of you know the pressures, like telling you, "Oh, we're better than you." Yeah. Which is, you know, it's fucked up. They're still with that whole white people are superior. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. But we just gotta, I guess, be aware of, you know, what's happening to us. Mm -hmm. So you know, we gotta hold ourselves accountable and be able to identify that, that as well. So I mean, what's uh, what things are y'all doing like currently that you want to talk about it? Like besides the activist thing, like is there programs that you're helping? So is there like you know things we can get involved with? Because I know May Day is coming up. Yeah. Um, that's a big celebration. I mean, take us through that. Like, what is celebrating on May Day? On May Day, um. Pretty much, we celebrate our uh, kind of like our Independence Day, equivalence of Independence Day in America. So we celebrate um, the beginning of our government, or pretty much the world recognition of the martial arts. <coughs> so we celebrate it with uh, activities like from you know, sports, sporting events. We have people playing basketball, um, softball, volleyball, and stuff. But you know, we, we would have. Um, pretty much, well, usually our opening ceremony consists of um, understanding the, that part of the history, like how the Marshall became like to be a self-governed um, island nation, and we would have special guests from the islands coming out, especially like big name government um, folks. But and I think. It's still new for us to, you know, really, you know, bring in people from outside the, the Marshallese community to come in. And now it's, you know, we're we're starting to see, you know, some of our community members, you know, open up, you know, doors. You know, for a while, you know, our people have been so isolated just because, you know, we, not that, you know, we don't like, you know, hanging out with other people or other communities, but it's a matter of, you know, how do we do it? You know, how do we communicate with you know people that are different from us? So I think that's what it. That's why 
you know, once she's coming in, so isolated. Yeah. Uh, like for me, it's, so a lot of my work is not just involved in advocating, but also like networking. So I'm always, you know, going out to these, these other events and see how I could, you know, help yeah. pretty much. So, um, so I guess, yeah, I think that's one way, you know, the other communities could, you know, just come and ask how they can help. And, I mean, so it's been, we've been pretty fortunate enough to, you know, have so many organizations and uh, people coming to, uh, you know, coming to us and asking for help. So it's always helpful. So what would you say is the most, what would you say is a misconception about the Marshall's community? Yeah. Misconception? Oh, shoot. Well, I guess we... Um, a lot of people call us Hawaiians. <laughs> you know, they, they're different, different island people, but, you know, we're, we're different. Or, I mean, I guess even... Uh, well, with hula shirts and all that stuff, but uh, I think I think one of the like for myself, I think I've seen also with my own people is that we lose so much of a culture. I think that's what that's what I see with even even in my own people. Some of our you know younger generations, we lost so much of a culture. What's the point of you know? We might as well be American. Huh? So, what what would you describe being Marshallese as? Like, what, what what is it to be Marshallese? Um, I think to like me, it would be understanding the value of family. Like that's my personal view. Uh, our culture also teaches how to respect um, every single person in the family. So from the elders to the the next generation. So. Yeah, it's a, I think that that's why I do what I do right now and like all my advocacy come from. It's all because of my value of family. Um, with that, you know, you could you could either learn about the old ways or even teach it, teach your own culture from it. But like me personally, what it means to be Marshallese is understanding the value of family. Because you know we all come from a tribe-like community or village-like community, so everybody you know, con- con- contributes. So everybody has a job to do. Yeah. So, yeah. In America is very different. Yeah. It's in America, you know, as soon as you're 18, you you up and leave your parents, or you up your parents and you know, kick your ass out if you yeah. <laughs> pretty much. But one thing is like. That's one. That's one thing I like. I'm starting to see like that American way of life. You see, you know, people not contributing to their to the table, and you know, breaks up the family. So I think that's what it is. But if you go back to like the islands, everybody's you know, doing something. You know, you have people, uh, some go fish and some would. You know, yeah, everybody's in harmony because they know they're playing some like the village. But when it comes to here in America, if you don't have education, then 
people would think, oh, well, you can't do much. Or, if you don't have a job, then you can't do much. But I know, like, in, like even our house, you know, we we stay in like a big family. Like, there's so, so many of us in one house. So the shot caller is always like my mom or my grandmother. So and she would tell us, oh. Everybody get a job, or everybody, as soon as you come home, so as soon as you come home, you clean. We all clean, too. So one thing in Marshall's house, if one cleans, everybody's clean. So, or if you see someone clean, you clean. So that's one thing about, like, an, an Islanders house. You know. But, you know, even, like, living in America, you still see some losing that part, that part of the, the culture as well. So let's talk about some of your food. Like, what yeah. kind of like, what's like one of the most cultural Marshallese dish that you usually eat? Uh, well, <laughs> traditionally it would be like, like taro or even like foods, fish, or seafood. Um, bring some of those uh, traditional ones, um, breadfruit. Um, but like ever since we got introduced to the Western world, you know, a lot of our food now consists of you know, some of that are salty and sugary. So especially like freaking you know canned food, you know, like spam, spam and white rice and freaking noodles. So that's what you see. It. That's why you see it. You go to Walmart, you see a lot of more seeds buying ramen noodles or canned food. But just that part, you know, like even that, you know, it's another way of like losing that part of the culture. You know, we got we got so dependent on like America and you know the great things about. It. Yeah. So and yeah, that's like it goes to show with you know our diabetes rate. So you know we got some of the di- like highest rate of diabetes. And a lot of number one killer back home is diabetes. Yeah. Is that mostly because of the food here? Yeah, so there's a lot of, because the food, you know, we eat a lot of sugar. And plus, you know, our, our body, our, our immune system is not, um, it's still, it's not used to, you know, that, that much sugar content. Yeah. Yeah, so. It's like pretty much shocking your body. Yeah. Sugar yeah, because, you know, we're talking about, like, thousands of years of, you know, people eating out, like, you know, fish and, like you know, healthy. Yeah, healthy, right? yeah. So I know you can't, and within the last couple of centuries, all these new like food and sickness. As soon as they hit us, you know we, you know, we can't handle it. So you know, some people they get we have like a you know, like a basic fever, they get sick like that, like they're dying or something like that. Just because we're not immune to these or used to these. Dang. Yeah. Like, I guess, I guess yeah, I see that a lot too from from our brown people. Yeah. Like our, our my mom, you know, all my aunts pretty much like when we were in Mexico, you know, they were really really thin. Yeah. And uh, when we came over here, you know, like they gained a lot of weight. Yeah. And that's like all the women basically. Yeah. You know, it's like it's crazy because they weren't like that in Mexico really. Yeah. And uh, it's all the food here, man. It's crazy because I mean my 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 dad and my uncle. Like they always stay thin. Like I mean, it, I guess it's because they work pretty much every day. Right. And um, 
I know my mom works a lot too, but she's still like she's still getting on weight. I want to say it's probably like the kids. They, they, we have a lot of kids. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, that, that had it effects on. Like even even arts too, you know. Uh, like as the generations go on, or the times go on, the, the next generation tends to get more more and more uh, bigger and stuff. So yeah. I know, like for me myself, I'm the oldest out of five. Like for my mom's kids, and I'm the smallest one. Right. Yeah. I'm the smallest one too. It's one of the smallest one. Yeah. So you should see my little brother, man. He's um, He's like, what, I don't know, 5'11", and he's like 250, something like that. And he's a baby of the family. I was like, damn, this, this is a hella big. Yeah, he's a baller for sure. Yeah, man. And we're in, you know, we always say, man, it's the McDonald's, bro. You know, that's <laughs> it's the American food right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, a lot of, my brother's 6'1". Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, like, some of his genetics and other things are just kind of like, maybe it's just the food they eat, man. Yeah. I know a lot of people that eat certain things that aren't good for them. But like at the end of the day, it's like it's what's there, dog. It's like mm-hmm. it's cheap and what's pretty much, yeah. I think that's one. That's because that's one of the reasons why you know so many of my people still eat a lot of the you know canned food and stuff because it's so cheap, cheaper than I guess. Well, I guess you know working and fishing, you know, instead of. Oh, oh damn. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's and you know, like you could buy a cup of noodles for fucking um, twenty-two cents. Yeah, but I mean, you can buy a fish for like two dollars. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, I see a lot of the, the this country makes us lazy. Yeah, that's what it is, really? right? Because all the the technology now it makes it simple for you. Then, like, been basically like you know long. Like cleaning the lawn, like front lawns and all that stuff. You know, you got. Yeah. You know, back in the day, people used to cut them down with their, but now they got lawnmowers and all that stuff. Or like us, uh, one thing we lost. You know, we lost for a while, but now we're starting. Um, you know, being taught again is the traditional way of, um, like sailing. So instead of using our traditional canoes, we started using engine power canoes, just cause, or can, engine power boats and ships and. Because you know it was it was faster too, but um, it was faster, and you know they say it was better than traditional ways. But now you know now we're feeling the effects of you know like the climate change. We can't use those stuff now just because you know they all run on like fossil fuels and. It's contributing to. Yeah, and it's expensive. Bringing it out to the islands, man, it's like six dollars for your gas. It's bread? What the fuck? Oh, That's bread, man. Yeah, it's bread. What the hell? This is our friend. You got stuck on the bottom. That's just right there, man. Yeah. Wait, this one? Wow. This is it. Oh, right here. The lights. You guys are going to Right here. That's off the Carson. Dude. That's off the Carson? Dude. Motherfucker, choose your foot. I go out there for the show. Hey, buddy. You should fucking do the scene. You start doing some shit like that. 
have some dumb shit right there. Alright, excuse me. Put a fucking bridge over there. Did you get the car and stuff? Where we at? Yeah, so we can pull this out. Where we at? 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 Yeah,我们要拍一些。我们要拍一些。我们要拍一些。我们要拍一些。我们要拍一些。我们要拍一些。我们要拍一些。我们要拍一些。我们要拍一些。我们要拍一些。我们要拍一些。我们要拍一些